Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Good evening and welcome to Michigan Free and Independent State. Region 10 ed, uh, conference call for Monday. January the 18th, 2016, at 8.42 start time. Your host is Paul Thompson, your technical support board operator is myself, Nick Laskowski. At this time, we'll do the business session. This meeting is prior bearing false witness, misrepresentation, posting inflammatory rhetoric in public forums is forbidden and shall be addressed in an appropriate manner. Eliminate all conflict and false allegations. Is there anyone in attendance at today's meeting as a member or agent of any law enforcement agency or public agency of federal state? County, city, or township agencies present? And is there any response to the minimum decision for the first time? Hearing none, once again, this being is part of Baron Fultz witness. Misrepresentation, posting inflammatory in public forums is forbidden, shall be addressed in an appropriate manner. Eliminate all conflict and false allegations. Is there anyone intent at today's meeting that is a member, agent of any law enforcement agency or public agency in the federal, state, county, city? or township agencies present. And is there any response to the decision for the third and final time? Here none, can we do a roll call, please? Paul Thompson, Montcalm County. John from Gratiot. Robert from Montcalm. Buck from Bay County. Paul Jr. from Montcalm. Nick from Bay County. Anybody else? Uh, Marilyn from Montcalm. I'm going to be on mute. Okay. I was told that there's, there's a very important meeting, so I thought I guess I better listen. Oh, yeah. Okay. See you. All right. Um, anybody for an opening prayer, and then it's your floor, Mr. Moderator. Father, bend down your ear, hear the prayer of these people. Guide us as only you can. Protect us as only you can. Give us the strength that you only you can give to us. Keep us guided and on your path. May we all stand in righteousness this day and from now on. Amen. So be it. So be it. Your Mr. Moderator. Thank you very much, Nick, and thank you for everyone being on tonight. Let's start off with old business. Is there any old business that needs to come before Region 10 tonight? Okay, this is what the old business is. About one or two meetings ago, and I think it was two meetings ago, we had a Monday night call, and I brought up the fact that Rick Forrest was asking for the entry code to get on the email 
and into the uh, business of the grand jury commissioner, Richard Olson, so he could uh, do some pruning and do some updating and arrange things how he figured they ought to be. And uh, Nick and I have been working on this. We've been getting input from some of the rest of you on where we ought to go. Well, today, we were getting all ready to call him, and we did, Nick and I did, and I told him that he had a time frame he had to respond in, and uh, of course, we didn't give him the number to get in. So, we hung up, and Nick and I called each other back, and then we started talking. They kind of got a rule in the assembly about a lot of stuff stays in electronic form, doesn't get printed out. And I, for one, do not believe in deleting anything, no matter how foolish it may seem to be, from any of the records of the assembly. Anything that's got anything to do with the assembly. So Nick and I stirred this around our head for a little bit. He suggested we call Robert. We did a three-way. We talked about it for 15 more minutes. And of course, you know, these are all billable hours that never get billed to Rick. <laughs> so therefore, finally ended up with the idea that Rick can come to the meeting in Perry, and he can sit down in a corner in a computer with Richard Olson and Paul, and they can go through all this information and make whatever adjustments and corrections and additions that they have, strip fails they have to make. And he was complaining about the fact that not being able to spend time with Richard to get him straightened out. Now he says, well, here's going to be your opportunity. When he called him back, we told him, he says, you can be at the meeting. I said, you can spend a day with Paul and Richard going through that site. I said, if need be, we can set up to the printer and print out what you need and get everything done. And his first response was, I'm this meeting. I said, well, I've missed meetings before. I've had things to do. And I didn't get, get to see all the meetings. But I say these things happen from time to time. And, <coughs> excuse me. You were saying how important this is and how it needs doing. On a previous phone call, we limited you to having all this work done by the meeting in February, and you said that you could do it. So this way, I say you have a personal visit. You get to spend some time with these fellows and to get everything done. He got quite upset. Felt that I was limiting him, not allowing him to do what he wanted to do. And I assured him, I said, you've got a free hand. But I says, these fellows are going to sit in with you. I says, just because. He says, well, you don't trust me. And I says, it's nothing to do with trust. I says, even I, 
go to do something, I says, I'm asking other people what to do before it gets done. So he said for me to get Richard Olson straightened out and make sure that he gets everything done that he needs to be doing. And that was the end of the conversation. So I'm just reporting this to you fellows that had all the input on trying to get this problem straightened out. And incidentally, I think that Richard Olson has been pretty near two years in his present position as grand jury commissioner. So I think everything is well in hand. So there you go, folks. You can comment on this any way you like. Well, I, I got a question here. This is Robert. Uh-huh. Um, he, it, it was Rick that said, get Richard Olson up to snuff on what needs to be done. Yeah. He, he says that he has not been able to train Richard Olson because he's been, not, been in communication with him. Okay, so it's he that's not been able to get Richard Olson up to snuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Plus, he wanted to be real sure that Richard was going to complete all the work that he intended to complete. Okay. All right. I I, I have no...
and I've tried to tried to recall it, and I just can't. And I know I was ready that day to to you know give the report, but I never got called on. So I figured, uh, you know, I just let it go, and then things got into other things, and I forgot all about it. So I have no idea where we stand with that process, but that's a process that needs to be revisited and, and re-addressed. Uh, and with that, I yield. Do you believe that this needs to be on the agenda for the February meeting? I think it would be a good idea, and, and at that time, all the ducks could be put in a row so that people like Rick Forrest doesn't have this idea that they're the uh, hammer of Thor to do stuff. Well, the opportunity and the invitation and is open, wide open, for him to be at the February meeting. And, Paul, the reason I mentioned you is I wanted somebody to set in there that could be the third party just to look and see and, and uh, keep an eye on things. And, of course, Richard would be there because he is the commissioner. So... I'm not denying him not being there, but I just wanted to remind you that Rick wanted to print off a whole bunch of information out of the grand jury file. Pardon? And then turn around and send it to Richard. Yeah, right. Which didn't make any sense to us. And that's why the second time that Nick and I talked, this was a the focus point of our conversation. So that's why we've come to the conclusion and did what we did. But we're not restricting him. He's just going to do it under with Richard involved. Which I think is a good idea. As long as he's constantly talking about transition, if you're going to hand the travel over to the next guy, you might as well be face-to-face and and in collusion with each other to get the job done. I agree. This whole thing about him going down, sitting down with Richard, actually, it should be Don Gay also, because if I'm not mistaken, it's actually the grand jury commissioner. I think Richard turned down the position. I know it's supposed to be one you're supposed to serve Richard Richard was under Rick, and the presumption was is that once Rick was done, Richard would step up into that position, then the next one behind him. But the thing is, if I remember right, Richard, Richard. didn't want the first chair. That's he Don, Don Gay ends up sitting first chair. And the next thing is, is that this did run through my head a month, month and a half ago about having Rick... Richard and Don all in the same room at the same time. Whatever Rick thinks he's got to get done, get it done, get it over with. It doesn't take any longer than 20 or 30 minutes and be done with it. That's what I've been kind of thinking from day one on this whole situation. Because I have, other than the report, 
anything that he needs to be updated on or something. Now, the thing that's getting me is that Richard read everything that he needed to read in six days, and it took Rick a year Correct. or six at least. So the thing is to bring Richard up to speed or and or Don would really rather surprise me if there's anything that they haven't really been into quite yet. So, yes, I understand sitting there, make sure things get done, and and be able to move forward and bury this bone. Let it yield. When I was on the conversation today, the last time we talked to Rick, Don Gay was included in that group. I included him. So he was, I forgot to mention that, but I, I did. So Richard, me with all of the guys. One more little piece to add. He wanted to go through this email account and organize everything that's already been organized in there. We found that, that out today. Left organized, Nick as a date line or when it was brought in, you don't go back and rearrange an email and recategorize stuff. Well, that's because what he wants to do. No, I, I'm not, I'm kind of against that because that shows, that shows on the record how things were established, how things were done. And when you start rearranging timelines, you start having problems. What's, what's the function, first of all, and second of all, what was the learning curve? What do we run into? That should be left alone. And my point on that. I agree. Hey, this is Robert here again. Um, reorganizing the emails is it's a no-no right up front. First of all, it's a tracking device. Correct. And when when you get emails into a secure place or a backed up file or whatever it is, they go in there by date chronologically. Correct. And those are that particular type of organization you can't reorganize it. It's there's no reorganizing to it. It's already organized in a tracking timeline. Correct. And I don't know what he's after when you you know because this is the first thing. This is the first time I heard the term organized used. How can you organize something that is nothing more than a track record? And it's already in folders of what he wants. He originally set up folders and put stuff in the folders that he already put out. So I don't know what he needs to do. Okay, yeah, no, nothing can be done until he's sitting, sitting with a with a computer in front of him, the the box opened, and then him, you know, he's got to explain what it is he's doing. Yes. And it'll be my computer, not his. Right. Right. That's that's just the way it's got to be. And I agree that all all parties involved should be there. Um, 
But here, here's another question now. Uh-huh. Once this is done, if Richard Olson has been in there two years or whoever it is, it's <laughs> because at this point I don't know who's in there. If they've been in there two years, it's time to get the next one engaged, is it not? That would be correct. Because he's well, got a shadow, the new one for, you know, the, the oncoming one has to shadow for the for a year. Yeah. You know, it's a three-year three, three year thing, but it's a turnaround every two years. Uh-huh. And, and we definitely need bodies. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Okay, well, anyway, that's just off the top of my head there, thinking out loud, and uh, with that, I yield. Would it, would it be concern when you take into consideration the present conditions that we are experiencing on numbers that we would, in a meeting, have a decision and move to reinstate Richard for another two years and reinstate Don for another two years? Well, the Grand Jury Commissioner is an appointed position, is it not? Yes, it is. That's exactly your words originally set up. It's an appointed position, and the moderator at any time can replace that grand jury commissioner. Yep. So it's, you know, but here, here's the thing. <clears throat> I, I hesitate to just appoint someone and tell them they're going to do it, because right now with us being so thin, it's, uh, it, it's. We've got to have someone who's interested in it enough, got enough interest in it, to actually take on the task of administratively making sure it's organized properly. Because right now we've got a, a cluster going on with a guy who got appointed. I mean, he was a good choice, but he is stepping beyond this, the simple task of just keeping it administratively clean, moving straight forward. Um, God almighty, this is just mind-boggling here all of a sudden. It's such a simple thing. Again, it's, uh, it's an appointed position. Uh, maybe we can take and put it out there and some of these folks that's been hit hard, you know, with, with health problems like Don and Richard and, and myself, uh, we've got to look for someone more healthy, maybe. I don't know, maybe by the, by the time that we get there, I, I can be uh, in a better shape, too. Um, I've already been talking about uh, resigning the... Uh, Chief Justice, Supreme Court Chief Justice position with Bob because uh, I, I got a feeling that there's there's a bigger fish to fry here and, and uh, holding that position hasn't got a damn thing to do with uh, with what we need to be talking about and I, I don't want to be uh, putting the cart before the horse here but I've got some Conversations going on again without a state people 
and uh, we're looking at uh, situations to kind of maybe call call their bluff. And you need to be free to do this. Yeah. Especially since I'm on all their watch lists anyway, I might as well use it to my advantage. Mm-hmm. I hope you take that report and you run it right straight to your supervisors, you scumbags. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I can I interject something? Well, uh, certainly. Listening to this call, is it possible that um, the recording secretary should uh, make some kind of note as to you know what's gonna or what is being transpired when the three guys sit in front of the computer. That that was up to uh, uh, Rick. I said you can sit and do everything you feel you need to do. I says with. Richard and Paul being right there, so they're all in the loop and they see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I I just say that because um, it would you know to, to have some record of of this because this issue has been going on for it seems like months, and for you know he talks about wanting the assembly to you know whatever you know. Just having some kind of record of it in case anyone, you know, says or asks that we can always, you know, say, yeah, this is what happened and this is what the uh, resolution to the problem was and that's that. I, as Robert and I have sat back in the last few years, um, and you folks are as tired as we are of any um, instigators and and whatnot. I just have this sneaky feeling that he's up to something. There's something on there. I I don't know. And I just want all bases covered. So you know we have um, crossed the T's and dotted the I's and covered our butts as well as him too, making sure that he's getting what he needs. So with that, I yield. Not my decision; it's just my opinion. Thank you, Marilyn. Uh, Nick, we're on a recorded call, aren't we? Yes, we are. Well, I put the I made some notes in my day timer today. I wrote everything down that transpired, so I've got it on my my sheet at home. We've got it on this call. And, and Nick, is there anything that we need to tell everyone on the call that transpired today that we might have forgot? Basically, he's going fishing. He's, he's wants to know exactly what everything Richard's been doing for the past year. It's a fishing expedition, exactly what we thought it was. <laughs> if he wanted to know what Richard's been doing, he could have been at the meetings and talking to him face to face to find out. Exactly. Thank you, John. You can't be a part time member and a part time inputter and expect to have the whole story. 
there's where my grind is. He's asking and requesting all this information, but he's not willing to do the input to make it happen. He just wants to order everybody else to do it. And nobody, you know, who died made in God. Well, he thinks he's God and he's dual access to everything has access. I Oh, this is Buck. Yes, sir. And all the rest of you on this call. Uh, bear with me as I say this, but since we're in organizations of rules and regulations that guide us, if Richard has been the grand jury commissioner for two years, how long did Rick have to complete what his duties and his report was and if he's taken longer than that, then hasn't his contract been severed because of lack of doing in the time limit? I say let's move on without his bullshit. And if I'm wrong, I yield. Amen. Supposedly there was a motion that was made at the meeting up at uh, Vanderbilt. <coughs> but I've been going to the minutes, and I can't find it. Um, okay, the Vanderbilt meeting has got, um, is got is recorded, right? Yeah, I'm going to go dig through the tapes. Everything is recorded. Yep, who, it's not recording. Who brought up, did, did Rick say that there was a motion made? No, no. Nick said, and Paul said that there was a motion made. So I look for it. Okay. Let's back up here. Paul Jr. and I'm thinking it's got to be a year ago, or no, over a year ago, two years ago. We got tired of Rick, all his BS. And Junior, I remember being up at Vanderbilt, made a motion, put it on the floor to replace Rick with. I believe it was Richard or Don, one of the two, replaced the grand jury commissioner. It went through everybody unanimously. They came in late that day. He, oh. Rick, is, Rick, Rick is bitching that he was never notified. Never. Is that not correct, Junior? Actually, I made a motion to have him replaced. Yes, I'm going yes, okay. After the right. Vanderbilt issue, because the Vanderbilt issue is when the book was done, the manual was done, he was supposed to have been done. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. About that. Down in Perry, I sat back in the back of the room on the right-hand side, and that's why I nominated Don, because I had to talk to Richard about this before, and Richard didn't lost the first chair, but Don ended up, with Don sitting second chair, with Richard sitting second chair. Don would take first chair. I know it goes against the normal flow of what was decided upon, but that day there was a short discussion about it. I nominated Don to sit first chair because of what Richard Richard and I discussed earlier, because I went to him and asked him a few things. 
but it was down in Perry when there was a decision to replace Rick, his first chair, with Don Gay. And I do remember, I, I remember it wasn't last fall, it was fall before, I think it was the fall before, because so it's been about, not quite, a, about a year and a half. Yeah. I I do believe. It was after the Vanderbilt issue. And the thing is, is that it was to the point where Rick wasn't doing anything, Rick was stalemating, and Rick is also the one that came up with a harebrained idea. If you're not there for three meetings, you're automatically removed. From from your office. Yes. Oh, the thing is, he made it. And, I mean, he needs to wear it. That's the thing. He made the he brought up the issue, he made the issue, and he ought to be wearing the issue. If you aren't gonna be there, Rick, I mean, you're the one that said it, so logically it it fits you too. So I don't know where he thinks he's exempt from that. I also he was explained to him the last time we were in Vanderbilt, he is not the grand jury commissioner. We sat there, six or seven of us stood right there, explained the P's and Q's to him. And he still can't get it. I don't know if it's an overdose of Mountain Dew, cigarette smoke, or hands not functioning with the brain. I don't know what the problem is. But the thing is, is that it has been explained to him who and what, and I don't know why he keeps dragging this, but to put a nail in the coffin, he'd plant his butt in a chair, get this stuff done. And as for... Well, Marilyn has brought up about a recording secretary being there to address the issue. Um, changes or what was done should be in the grand jury commissioner's report. Exactly. I know the report normally is what issues have been brought up case-wise, but I, I'm just putting this out there. So he's got one last of his five minutes of fame there for now to have in his report whatever changes because deleting, changing, rearranging, anything, put it, go ahead and put it in your report, Rick, because then I'd ask later on, why'd you do that? What's the purpose? So I think that uh, everybody sitting there taking notes they either better jive or else somebody's got a problem. So in that, those notes ought to be forwarded to the recording secretary for that issue at hand. And with that, I yield now. I'm sorry about that. Very. Oh, you're forcing me. Is there anyone else who would like to speak up on this issue? This is Buck again. So, in other words, when a new grand jury commissioner is voted in, the one that served before him just looks over his shoulder and gives him guidance for a year? Is that the way it's supposed to be? That's correct. Okay. And uh, so how good of a job did Rick do on this? 
not at meetings and not using his telephone to the present commissioner, I would say he didn't do his due diligence. I yield. Okay, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. Uh, more than likely, the response to what you just said, Buck, is the fact that he can say, well, I called him, but he never responded. I could never get him on the phone. I sent him emails. I never got a return email. Uh, I asked for assistance from other people in the area, uh, and he, I got none. So how am I supposed to do my job? Which is understandable and feasible because if I recall right, Richard was in one time uh, having problems with the computer, as was uh, Joe. Yeah. So there was a period of time when both of them guys down in that area was kind of un, you know, it was hard to get in touch with them. So he, you know, there's there's that lack of communication two ways now. Um, another side of that can be that, well, I tried, but they just didn't want to respond because for whatever reason they got an attitude toward me, which a lot of people has got an attitude toward Rick because he's, you know, he's a persistent shit with a little question, you know, a little child question of why. Why is not the goddamn question. The question has to have a rationale behind it and uh, and it needs to be stated. Why is not a question? Why is a child trying to get his way? Hmm. And that has been, you know, and and I know I have explained that to more than one people person, and that's why when uh, I hear this crap, well, Robert said, I, I'm going to jump on you li- and ride you like an old gray nag. Because it isn't what Robert said. It's what Robert said that you made a damn choice about. And if you ain't got the damn backbone to stand on your own decision, then don't be goddamn saying Robert said. Because it ain't working no more. We're looking for people that are uh, intelligent enough to be held, to hold themselves accountable and responsible for what they volunteer and undertake. And he he undertook this, and I think he slid to the point to where, you know, he knew he was in trouble, and then he's got Carl up there blowing smoke up his ass. And uh, I'm getting kind of ticked at this because this shit's going on way too damn long. And it needs to be resolved, but it needs to be resolved in such a way as that it doesn't offend the dignity of everybody. Sometimes it's very hard for me to do because when I see dumb shit, I I point at it and say dumb shit. <laughs> and with that, I yield. Thank you, Robert. Uh, one word I picked up on in in your conversation was being responsible. And to me, that means if you can't get them by phone or computer. Even if you got to get on a daggone greyhound bus, you go down there and you make your contact. Because if you got that office, that's your responsibility to complete it, however feasible. Uh, 
Thank you for your response, but uh, I think he lacks responsibility. You're welcome. All you people should be using the U.S. mail like I do. Then you wouldn't have communication problems. Wow. Is that right? Jumping into this 21st century without a pencil. Does anyone else want to speak up on this issue? Forgot input. This is what these Monday night calls are all about is passion over the hard issues. Buck again. My next question is. Has Richard been stifled by any of this lack of participation by Rick, or has Richard been able to carry on the way he's supposed to? Maybe the only one who can answer that is Richard. I was just fixing to say, the only person that can take and put any... uh, Anybody, any butter on that slice of bread is Olson himself. But just sitting and thinking about what's been transpiring here for the last year, there really hasn't been anything for him to do. Correct. You know, I mean, he read the manual, got the manual. Uh, Don's got the man, read the manual, got the manual. Um. And, and until somebody steps forward and says, I want a grand jury for this issue, and here's my front work, which there's a crib sheet out there or a cliff's note, which I goofed on, but the people that have been asked, and I've made sure they understood that what you need to do is you need to query the de facto sheriff. I just put sheriff in there. Because that's who's supposed to, in the county, initiate a grand jury call. So, with that, um, I I think probably um, the next meeting is going to be a clarifying of of this grand jury commissioner and and what the assembly is all about. I, I I feel that's coming. But in order to do that, uh, all the players have got to be there. If they're not there, then they better damn well understand that what the Assembly has said all along, those that show up make the quorum, and that decision is what's going to get done. And with that, I yield. Exactly. This is Buck. I would add this to your very well-put words. From what I know about Richard, I think he could step in and do anything that he needs to do. He seems to be pretty sharp on a lot of Constitution stuff. Is there anything that anyone has to say on this situation? that they wish that Nick and I had done today that we didn't. (laughs) Personally, I can't understand how anyone could reject spending the day 
with Paul and Richard and Don Gay. Why? <laughs> There's a wealth of information in those three heads. There's a lot to know. And there's pretty sturdy guidance there. Well, if no one else has anything to say, this situation is, as Nick and I have left it today, is this stands. And I told Nick, or I told Rick today, I said, if you're upset with what's going on and it's not going your way, I said, you talk to me. I said, don't you call Robert, don't you call Paul and bellyache to them. I said, you call me. I said, it's, it's, it's my responsibility. And uh, at the invitation, Lord Perry is wide open. I mean, just welcome him with open arms and get this done with. And get it over. On that note, is there any old business that needs to come before Region 10 tonight? Is there any new business that needs to come before Region 10 tonight? This is Marilyn. Um, I don't have a calendar in front of me, but when is the next face to face Region 10? Is that like next month or March or next month? This month? I don't, I, I don't know. the last one. I don't know. the last one. I have to look it up in email. I can't do that right now. John, do you remember? Well, we went to Midland. Yep. Um, I don't recall exactly. It seems like it was November. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, but I just don't remember when. So that would be January, February, December, January, February. So it would be either this month or next month, whenever. Right. We just figure what we'd like to do. Turn up the heat. Yeah, that's a good thing. And battling my frozen feet today, so I feel like I'm in a cave. We've closed all the window shades to keep the heat in. Oh, I'm battling cold right now. So. Oh yeah, we just got over that. We don't need to get sick again. No, I'm not cold, cold. I'm quitting cold. Oh, yeah, 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 you're outside. Well, anyways, that's my two cents for when when we would like to have another face-to-face. Do we want to have it before the state meeting or after the state meeting? We want to have it in 60-degree weather. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it might be... It might be better to hold it before the meeting so that between now and then we can see how things shake out on on all this other stuff. 
and, yeah. and keep it on a Friday, like the 12th, which is Lincoln's birthday. And we meet in Perry on the 13th of February. Yeah. I, I think that'd be fine. Sounds good. We can shoot for it. Junior, is that going to work for you? This is Paul Jr. Actually, for a Region 10 meeting, um, we normally have one two weeks after our meeting, which would end up being this Friday. Yeah, it is. Me too, sir. Okay. This Friday, did you say, Junior? Well, that's when, I mean our county meeting. I take it back, our county meeting. Right. County meeting is two weeks after a state meeting. Right. Which would be January 22nd. Yep. Right. Okay. That works. 22nd January works to do this as well. Well, now that's Montcalm County meeting. Meeting, yeah. Oh. You're, st- you're still looking for the Region 10 face to face. And Nick was asking Junior if that day before will work for him for the face-to-face reason 10. Yeah, which is the 12th of February. Correct. I know he's got to have his time for work, too, that's all. If you if you go to the twelfth of February, what time? What time, Paul? Could you be there at the earliest so we could shove that a little earlier in the evening and get out of there and get home? I got to well, sleep that night. Maybe <laughs> that's not a good idea then. The twelfth of February. Yeah. Is on a Friday. Friday. It can be moved. I can. I can stay it today, but I know this is going to be cramped up pretty tight already. Um, the way things are going. Um, I'd say I just walk right out. <laughs> Have to walk right out of work then. Period. You need to break um, Just set it for whenever, however. Five, four, five. I guess. Um, let's, let's set it for four o'clock. Four, that way we're home a little earlier. We can sleep. 
sleep before a meeting. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want me to be pissy with Rick if he shows up. You you want me to do what to Rick? Unless you and I want to both be pissy when we get in the morning there there and ready to throw somebody through the room. <laughs> we better get some sleep that night. Yeah, because normally this time of the year I stick somebody's head in the snowbank. Whoops, that was exactly. all. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah, I can do that. You want to do 4 o'clock on the 12th? On February, yeah. Book it, Dano. Is that good with everyone else on the call? Book it, Dano. Buck, you're too quiet there. Yeah, it'll work. Just thinking that might be Lincoln's birthday. I might be all drunked up. <laughs> all right, Daniel. That's fine with me. Come on, drunk. We'll drive. I'll drive. Yeah, it'll work for me. Okie doke. You good with this, John? Yes. John, I got a message for you. Rick said today that he's put some paperwork together. I don't know exactly in what form, but it was a presentment or a presentation or some collection of information for the education committee. He'd done part of it, and he turned it in to, I don't know, either you or Linda, and he wanted a rating on it to know if it was good and sufficient or if he needed to change direction in what he was doing. Let's back up here. I got a correction for you on that. You want to know about the videos that the Education Committee had reviewed the videos and if he was right on how he done the videos. I told him it was a slow process of distributing them because people got to bring flash drives. That's what Rick wanted, Senior. Okay, well, he he wants uh, he wants you, John, and Linda to uh, he wants a response in some form. I don't know as I've received any information from him on, on anything he's ever done. But okay. the assembly doesn't already have. Okay, well, I'm lost because I didn't know exactly what he was talking about. Well, let's back up here. Remember he was tasked to edit the videos for the motions only? Right. And he volunteered to do that. Right. We gave him the videos, the first half he had. The second half we just handed them back in. Back right. In there. Yep, and Junior took him back and put him on his desk or table. He, he, yep, and he wants to know how the first batch is turned out. Well, he was going to give it to Joe Fry. Joe Fry had no room to store anything on his computer. So I have had the copy, and we need to sit down with it and look at it, but Senior also told him that we got a project target on the burner. The Education Committee does. Is that not correct? 
The uh, Education Committee has what? A project already on the burner. Already working on something. Reviewing yeah. the constitutions, isn't it? Yeah, the constitutions. Oh. But if you want those videos, John, you're going to see a good size flash drive. Okay, the the Michigan Constitutions, 1835 and the 1860, and Linda Colby's working on those. Right, right and that's the current thing on the burner. The right. we, told, we told you were busy working on a project at the time. You'd have to get back with them later on the videos. What were we supposed to do with the videos of all the motions? Just review them or what? Rick was supposed to pull the videos and categorize and make a list that we could go back and organize motion by motion. Right, Junior? Pretty much, yeah. He want, he cut out the, anything that pertained to the motion itself is what he put in there. So the Education Committee could look the motions over that are on paper, compare them what's on the video, compare them word for word to make sure things are right, and then move to the next one. That's basically the uh, idea behind it. But also what he put in there was all the discussion that went with that motion is what he also put in there for the footage too. And yes, he did ask about us reviewing it, but it hasn't slipped my mind, but the thing is, is I thought that getting our understanding of what we're working with document-wise is a little more important than, than going back and reviewing our motions, and that's my opinion, but I guess that's why the situation is just to re look at it a little bit and review his work. Yes, it looks good. Okay, yeah, you did a good job, Rick. Give him a bone. Um, but the thing is, to be able to do that is either have to do a join me session or no. Can't do it on join me. No, um, Chris mentioned another one about a video share. Be able to critique something like that. Either the, either that or the education committee would actually have to sit down and meet in a room and go through this and save the time. It would be easier just. To go someplace to review this, I'm just trying to save everybody the time, the headache of traveling. That's what I'm trying to do. But yes, to satisfy that, his curiosity, I guess it could be reviewed. And lunchtime is kind of a. Hectic. It, it's kind of hard to deal with something like that. Listen to what's being said, other conversations going on in the room. Um, I'd have to ask Chris again what what the what the other program was to review and do videos. I got it in my notes someplace, but I'd have to go back and look at that so we could actually sit and do that online instead of having to make a special trip to just go do this. 
unless we can uh, take care of multiple things at once that day. Uh, if it's planned far enough in advance, or education committee could go to dinner after the state meeting or something like that. Um, well, I was going to say, say stay after the meeting. But if you got to be out of there at a certain time, that doesn't work too well either. That'll take that So far, we haven't had that uh, stipulation at Perry. We've had okay. the, we've always had the whole day. Okay. And on that note, I have something else I want you people to consider. I've got Perry through May. We got a meeting there in May. Now last year we tried to get Perry for November and December, and we didn't get December. So you might be thinking about this. If you want to do? Going to bring this up at the state meeting, and if you want to meet in Perry on November and December, we need to be booking it now. Yeah, let's do it. So you see what the consensus of the whole crowd is. And if we know enough ahead of time, I can get Ithaca for meetings too, but I just, I know November's not a good time uh, for Ithaca because she has a standing order. That's when she packages things up for the veterans and sends them for the deployed guys. And she has that day to get people to volunteer and package things up. Okay. So November's out, but in December or any time between May and November... Yes, that should be something we need to be deciding on at our next meeting. Okay, we'll do that. Needs to be on the agenda. Okay. Is there anything else that needs discussing tonight? I really appreciate each and every one of you being on here. Sometimes Nick and I think we got it figured out. I appreciate the input from each and every one of you on these issues that need to be fairly and settled so it's it's fair and it's good for everybody and and it's the least amount of problems. So I appreciate you all being on the call when those problems come up so we can get them solved. If there's no other business to come before Region 10 tonight, I'll entertain a motion for adjournment. 
Mr. Moderator, I move to adjourn till February 1st at 8.30 p.m. for the Region 10 call. Thank you, John. Do I hear a second? Second. And moved by John, seconded by Nick, that we adjourn this meeting until February 1st, 2016, at 8.30 for Region 10. All those not in favor of this motion signify by saying nay. All those in favor of this motion signify by saying aye. Aye. Thank you. The motion is passed. Good night, everyone. Thanks for running the board, Nick. And thank yep. you for being on the call. And we'll see you tomorrow night. Tuesday night, state meeting. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, everybody, have a good night. This will end the, the recent time conference call for Monday, January the 18th, 2016, at 9.46 p.m. I'll see you back here on January the...
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.